Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 30th of November. In your squiz today, record temperatures over the weekend. South Australia on high COVID-19 alert. China hits our wine industry with new tariffs. And Santa's COVID-19 immunity. This is your squiz today. It was a very, very hot weekend for a lot of Australia, Claire, with a heatwave extending from the north of Western Australia to Victoria. It is the first day of summer tomorrow, so we are getting into heatwave territory, but this one was pretty exceptional, according to the Bureau of Meteorology. If you're in Sydney, it was certainly very exceptional. It had its hottest November night on record with 25.3 degrees on Saturday into Sunday morning. Uh, also, it was the hottest consecutive November days in the city on record. If you're looking at Broken Hill and Aubrey, they broke hot weather temperatures for November. Uh, Fires also across the state, which are expected to be helped by milder conditions today. Looking at Victoria, it was along the Murray River in the north of the state where it was at. Mildura set a high temperature record there on Saturday. Melbourne, though, was able to keep its cool composure, the lucky things. Mm -hmm. Adelaide sweltered on Friday and then hot conditions stayed in the north of the state. It got up to 47.5 degrees Mm. at Maree on Saturday. Queensland's Birdsville broke the hottest November night with 33.2 degrees, which would have been an absolute stinker. Um, Perth was mild, though. Darwin was pretty windswept. They had some damaging winds there. And if you're in Tasmania, well, you had some lovely rain in the north, so it was really (laughs) lovely there. Lucky for them. With your weather hat on, Claire, it's expected to stay pretty hot for Queensland and northern New South Wales. Yeah, in that central west and going up north of New South Wales, it's staying pretty hot for the next couple of days. But Queensland can brace now, particularly that southeast corner looking at the Gold Coast and Brisbane and also the Darling Downs. So towns like Toowoomba, they're going to have some really hot weather and damaging winds over the next couple of days. So really crank up the air con there severe fire danger warnings up there for today and tomorrow as well. Not only did South Australia swelter through the weekend, they're also still dealing with a rapidly evolving COVID situation. People are being urged to get tested after a man who broke his quarantine visited several locations across Adelaide while infectious. Yeah, a man in his 30s who really had an itch for discount department store shopping (laughs) scratched that last weekend. He has headed out to a number of locations and there's a whole list with a link in our email uh, where people who were in those locations have been urged by the Chief Public Health Officer, Nicholas Spurrier, to go and get tested. Also, those who are at the Flinders University Sturt campus in the latter part of November have been urged to get a test. There are a number of issues in South Australia that's likely to give Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan more reason to keep his border closed. WA is the only state or territory now with closed borders to Victoria and he was under a lot of pressure on Friday to open that up, especially after Victoria recorded 28 days with no new COVID cases. There's more bad news when it comes to Australian exports and China. The price of Australian wine will double or triple under new tariffs that kicked in on Saturday. Chinese officials are claiming that Australian producers are dumping wine. 
What that means is that it's claimed that we're sending subsidised wine to China and then selling it at prices cheaper than it could be sold for here in Australia. Our government and producers absolutely reject that claim. Uh, But what it will do is really make Australian wine unaffordable in China and that will really badly damage some of our big producers. Our Trade Minister, Simon Birmingham, said that he's looking at that, but it's likely that a World Trade Organisation action would be launched over barley exports where it's been claimed that barley has been dumped in China and it could mean that wine also heads in that direction. The claim is of course is that China uh, is actually retaliating against a whole heap of political issues rather than actually having trade concerns. Over to Ethiopia now, and Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed says that they've completed and ceased the military options in the Tigray region. What's the latest here, Claire? The latest is that the Red Cross has reported that local hospitals are running short on supplies to treat injured people, uh, also running short of body bags for the dead. It's really impossible at the moment to nail down what casualties might have been there because of communications being cut. Uh, But what the Tigrayan People's Liberation Front, the group who have fallen foul of the national government, say is that they will continue to try and push for self-determination in that region. As you say, very difficult to know exactly what is going on with phone and internet coverage down in the area. The UN remains concerned about the possibility of war crimes out of this situation. Over to Iran and Mohsen Fakhrizadeh, their top nuclear scientist, was killed in an ambush on Friday. Iran is pointing the finger at Israel, but it's a pretty politically charged situation, Claire. Yeah, it seems on the surface of it that he's someone who might have been targeted because he was at the top of the country's nuclear program. But what some pundits are saying is that his killing could be political because it could be designed to try and kick up a stink between Iran, the United States and in coming President Joe Biden. What Biden has said is that he wants to rejoin that nuclear agreement with Iran that Donald Trump abandoned. So there could be some things at play there that's making it difficult for that to happen. And finishing up on a much lighter note, though still a very serious matter for the little people out there, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the US's top infectious disease expert, has confirmed that Santa Claus has innate immunity from the coronavirus. It sounds like researchers really need to get their hands on Santa Claus (laughs) if he's got some kind of immunity uh, that others don't, then clearly it's something that potentially our researchers could learn from. (laughs) But Queensland Health says even though that might be the case, uh, he's urging Santa and his helpers to adhere to the health directions that are in place on Christmas Eve. That includes social distancing, which probably Mm -hmm. isn't that hard for Santa. He tends to keep his distance, very few people. (laughs) have actually seen him so he does tend to manage that but potentially (laughs) the need for some hand sanitizer to be put out on Christmas Eve for him with your carrots and your beer. That's a very 2020 scene that one. Carrots, (laughs) cookies, milk, carrots, beer and some some hand sanny. (laughs) It would be. Claire, each day you give us a subject line that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today? Oh, look, if you were anywhere that was hot over the weekend, particularly that Saturday night, I've gone for Phil Collins. I can feel it in the air tonight. I think we could all feel Mm. the heat just hanging there. That heat. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was a stinker. And that's all from us today. It's the final day for our competition to win a Dyson of your choice. Head to the Squiz Today email for details on how to do that. But if you know someone who might be interested in your shortcut to the news, now is a good time to share it. A Dyson fan could come in handy over the summer. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.